We will now begin the program um, with all of the winners um, from the MLK contest. And I would like to bring up uh, one of our young students who participated in the 35th anniversary celebration speech contest. He is our first place winner in the K through 2 category. And let's also wish him a happy birthday. He just turned eight yesterday. Jack Thornton from Eastbrook Academy. Good afternoon. My name is Jack Thornton. Could you imagine what the world would be like if the great Dr. Martin Luther King was alive today? Where are all of our leaders? Who do we have to lead us? There would be peace and unity amongst us if Dr. Martin Luther King was alive and well. I believe this because serving God was a major factor in his life. That's right, Dr. King was a God-fearing man. And with that being said, just look at the world around us. Look at what's being played on our television and radios. People no longer have the fear of God in them. They lack basic respect and morals. There's no wonder why the president is okay with locking children up in cages and keeping them away from their families. Let's think about that for a minute. Lives are no longer a vibe. Not only are we killing each other, but the police are killing us too. Dr. Martin Luther King once said that our lives began to end the day we become silent about things that matter. I come from a family of five boys and one girl and no father. I'm left to lead myself because there's no leaders out there standing up for us right. Maybe I'll just become the next Dr. Martin Luther King. Thank you. Next, please welcome Ariana Cawthorn. She is the second place speech winner in the 11th to 12th grade category from Eastbrook Academy. Change does not roll in on the wheels of inevitability, but comes through continuous struggle. These words were once recited by the great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and they still impact lives today. We are culturally divided and we are experiencing pain and cannot hide it. It is hard for our hearts to restore after we see a galore of racial war. But Dr. King envisioned a dream and it was us who it spoke for. Because of his legacy, he has paved the way for us, whether we're taking a stand or solely overcoming. His legacy encompasses influential decision that hits the problem on the head with precision, all because he no longer tolerated a cultural collision. Progress and determination was all it took to change a nation because division didn't make sense. These were just a fraction of his monumental action as he strived for civil rights while always being polite. Dr. King once said, we must develop and maintain the capacity to forgive. He who is devoid of the power to forgive is devoid of the power to love. There is some good and the worst of us and some evil and the best of us. When we discover this, we are less prone to hate our enemies. Therefore, improvement will continue to come so that the job will be done. On December 1st, 1955 was the spark of the civil rights movement when Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat. 
Just as Dr. King, her and many others fought for equality to overcome defeat and change political policies. It was leaders like them that inspired young people such as myself and the late Sandra Parks to be the change this world needed. Sandra knew that it started with ourselves to reach out to our society and to be, as she said, our brother's keepers. As I reflect upon Dr. King's legacy, the three words that come to mind are community, unity, and opportunity. Dr. King has put forth a stepping stone for our people, and I am truly grateful for his perseverance that has impacted my life. I have been blessed to be introduced to cultural backgrounds and be able to understand someone who is not like me. Nelson Mandela once said, education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change this world. Through education and the investment of my future, I will continue to be an example for others and young people around me to be the change this world needs. Dr. King's generation did this their part. So now it is time to do ours. We need to be an example for our blossoming youth and start planting seeds of leaders instead of weeds of followers so that we can replenish our neighborhoods. Because as Dr. King once said, we can, must learn to love together as brothers or perish together as fools. Thank you. Now I'd like to welcome to the stage our third and fourth grade category speech contest winner, Kayleigh Phillips from Golden Lightyear Elementary School. Good afternoon. I am Kayleigh Phillips. I am a fourth grader at Golden Lightyear School, and this is my speech. Legacy. What do you think would happen if Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. did not have his legacy? What do you think would happen if he was not born? Dr. King's legacy was to help people. He didn't fight with his fists, but with his words. If it was for Dr. King, I wouldn't have met my friends or gone to my school because it used to be an all-Jewish school. If it wasn't for Dr. King, even if my school wasn't an all-Jewish school, it still wouldn't be integrated, and I wouldn't have met all my amazing friends and received a great education. Dr. King once said, I look to a day when people will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. My best friend has known me for a short time. She's a Caucasian and I'm an African American. We are allowed to be friends because of Dr. King. The college that my mother went to is called Fisk University. When sit-ins were happening, most college students from Fisk were there and organizing the sit-ins. You may not realize it, but the sit-ins were very organized by African-American college students in general. This went on from February 13th to May 10th, 1960. The time is always right to do what is right, Dr. King once stated. This helped blacks with the rights of eating where they want. In 1968, my grandmother, Velma Louise Collins, marched for housing rights with the NAACP. She wasn't even in the South. She was here in Milwaukee. 
She was only 22 and she still marched for almost a year. That was the same year Dr. King passed away. Even after Dr. King passed away and Jim Crow laws ended, Caucasians still treated African Americans unfairly. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Dr. King's legacy helped us stop Jim Crow laws. His legacy didn't help us with just that. He also helped us in many ways we see our world come. Still today, we deal with problems we have to fix, but we shall overcome. We shall overcome. For Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., let his legacy live through us all. Thank you. Our next speech contest winner is from the ninth to 10th grade category. Please welcome freshman Amelia Bell from Rufus King International Baccalaureate High School. Some of you may ask, why is she clapping? To answer your question, I'm clapping to commemorate the 35 year long legacy celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. In fact, it's a reason for us all to be clapping. <laughs> Hello, my name is Amelia Bell. I am in the ninth grade and I attend Rufus King High School. In 1983, exactly 35 years ago, former President Ronald Reagan designated the third Monday of January to be a federal holiday honoring Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Did you know that Atlanta, Georgia, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin are the only cities to celebrate Martin Luther King for the past 35 years? Stated by Fox 6 News. Let's just take a moment to really think about how King has contributed to our nation and how he has helped us reach our goal of getting to the promised land and reaching the mountaintop. According to the Seattle Times, the promised land was where you didn't have to march for your dignity. It was where you did not have to sing for your freedom. It was where there was no need for speeches to verify your humanity. The promised land was that sacred place where all of God's children will stand as equal on level fertile ground. According to Dr. King, the promised land is a place we will reach someday. But after 35 years of celebration, after 35 years of actions such as hashtags, movements, and protests, we have not yet made it to the place that Dr. King said we would arrive. In 2018, I still seen people living on the streets of Milwaukee, right down the road. I still seen parents unable to provide for their children because of the lack of resources. I still seen Milwaukee public schools dropout rate rise and funding lower. Last year, the theme for this contest was take a stand for truth and justice. I talked about juvenile car thefts and the negative effects it had on the community, followed by their slap on the wrist. In 2016, the theme was we shall overcome. I discussed the poverty, racism, and violence weaknesses in our community. Back in 2016, nine-year-old Zalea Jenkins was shot by a stray bullet while sitting in her own home one day before her 10th birthday. 
And yet, in 2018, I still seen a 13-year-old girl who participated in this writing contest shot by a stray bullet that pierced through her window. A situation that just happened a couple months ago. A situation that is sore to the community. A situation that seems all too familiar. Gunshots, police lights, news reporters, and yellow tape every single night. Yes, it's been 35 years of celebration, but we are still seeing the same problems that King consistently marched, preached, and prayed about. Parents, imagine telling your child goodnight, followed by a kiss, and a see you in the morning, but the morning of having your child present at the breakfast table never happened. You heard the gunshot, a familiar sound to you. You think nothing of it until your child comes in your room and like Sandra Park said, Mama, I'm shot. May Sandra Parks and Zalea Jenkins both rest in peace. This infuriates me. We have to do better. Dr. Martin Luther King died for our freedom. We have to do better. Each year, there are thousands of MPS students who put their hard work into speaking for change. We have to do better. Yes, we have come so far. But as Dr. King said, there is still a great deal of positive work to be done. We have to do better. Congratulations on 35 years of celebrating the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King and 35 years more to make it to the promised land by all saying together, we have to do better. We have to do better. Thank you. Now, please welcome our fifth and sixth grade category speech contest winner, Zora Penninger-Davidson from Fernwood Montessori School. On July 2nd, 1964, approximately 99 years after the Civil War ended, the Civil Rights Act was passed. After years of being belittled, and forced to think we were inferior, justice was served. By law, as it always was in nature, we were equals. Only four years later, Martin Luther King Jr. was killed. Fifty years later, by law, we have lived out his dream to give equal rights to everyone. Throughout these years, we have fought for change in our community. Before, the only water fountains we could use were of poor quality for black sunlight. Now, everyone uses the same water fountain. Before, we were restricted from going to movies, parks, restaurants, and restrooms. Now, we are allowed to use these services when we choose. Before, we went to segregated schools with scarce funding. Now, anyone can apply to any school they please. Before, we were not allowed to read and write because education is the key to power and freedom. Now, we are free to read what we want. Before, even though Frederick Douglass was on the founding charter with Clara Barton, African Americans were not allowed to use the services of the Red Cross. Now, the Red Cross helps us with our emergencies and offers blood to everyone. Not everything has changed. You can't legislate kindness, and you can't make people respect you. 
Even at my young age, people treat me differently because of how I look. I have been taunted and called names and even picked on because I am smart and do my best in school. What I've learned from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is to not hate them back. I've learned to value making my community better. I've learned that everything can be accomplished when your family loves and supports you. And I've also learned one of the most important things to do in leading is to listen. This is why I believe Dr. King's vision is important for everyone. He showed us all of us can be courageous without fighting with our fists, but with our hearts, our minds, and with love. He wanted us all to get along no matter what. When we are younger, we don't care, we are just friends. But as we get older, we care what people look like and other trivial things. I wish, well, I wish all adults could love like little kids. We stand on the shoulders of our ancestors, and Dr. King stood on the shoulders of his. We honor them by making change for the good. We honor them by working hard in school. We honor them by not insulting their sacrifice and hard work. We honor them by speaking up when something is wrong. I am the child getting called names. I am the girl at the Model UN making change. I am my great-great-uncle, George Phillips, the son of a slave who taught himself how to read and write and became an educator. I am my great-grandfather, Dr. Oris V. Cooper Sr., who opened an African-American blood clinic and was trained by Dr. Charles Drew. I am Representative Gwen Moore. I am Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes. I am Michelle Obama. I am Justice Sonia Sotomayor. I am Zora Paniger-Davidson. Because of Dr. King, there is no limit to who I can be, or who you can be, or who you could be, or who you can be. Thank you. Now please welcome our 7th to 8th grade speech contest winner, Janiah Williams from Goldemere Middle School. I'm Janiah Williams and I'm an 8th grader at Goldemere School. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was an activist committed to peace, justice, and equality. As a visionary leader of the civil rights movement, King fought for racial and economic justice for the oppressed. But yet, after all of that hard work and determination, we still see injustice, especially towards our black community. So, let me break this down for you. We see these black men unarmed, so why shouldn't they be alarmed when the police are coming up to them, putting them in harm? Sorry, my bad, if I was taking it too far, but my people are disappearing faster than an agent from State Farm. I see the news and I flinch. Black kids getting shot down for sleeping on the bench. I can't breathe just like I can't believe all these parents have to grieve. From Eric to Trayvon, everything's gone wrong, all because we forget that we were all made equal. Made is one. So why can't we find the strength to just put down the guns? Equal. All of God's people put on this earth as brothers and sisters, misses and misters, unalarmed, unharmed, and unarmed. Unarmed, adjective. Not equipped with or carrying any weapons. You heard that? No weapons. Innocent black people getting killed when they aren't carrying weapons or trying to harm anyone. 
But then again, it's hard for us to be unarmed when they see our blackness as a weapon. This is ridiculous. I shouldn't be afraid of being black. I shouldn't be afraid that when I'm walking down the street, I'm gonna get shot. I was told that when I was ready to speak, then to speak and not to let anyone make me be quiet. So right now, I'm ready to speak and I need you to listen. There is no reason why anyone being different or me being black should be a problem to you. Dr. King said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But no matter what, you have to keep moving forward. It's 2019, so we need to keep moving forward, no matter if you're black, white, red, or yellow. We need to be united so we can make a change to this world. Dr. King said he had a dream, and I have a dream too. We need to learn that guns are not a solution to everything. So let's celebrate King's legacy in this day and every day. Just because I'm black and I have a hood on my head, that doesn't mean I'm gonna shoot you dead. Just because I'm black and I wear earbuds, that doesn't automatically mean that I sell drugs. Just because I'm black and I wear Timberland boots, that doesn't automatically mean I'm gonna walk up and shoot. Maybe I'm black, but that doesn't mean I'm danger. Even though to you, I might be a stranger. I'm tired of all the stereotypes and all this constant hate. Instead of hating, maybe you should just motivate. Why don't you think about my strengths like poetry and maybe even dance? So quick to judge me without giving me a chance. I can do hair, sing, and I have fashion sense. But you're so quick to put down my black excellence. The hating this world is so sick and needs medicine. But I'm okay, cause I'm dripping in melanin. I can speak with pride and I don't need a crowd. And I'ma say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud.